You're tuned into our podcast, To Boldly Roll, a weekly play-by-voice Star Trek Adventures RPG hosted by Obsidian Fleet. If you want to boldly explore our biographies, read the Game Master's reports, and listen to crew logs, then set your phasers to stun and your browser heading for our website to boldlyroll.net. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the USS Potemkin. Our mission on behalf of Obsidian Fleet is to make new friends and protect the Federation. To discover the galaxy and to not roll 20s, we aim only to pick fights with the GM that we can win, but not upset him so much that he yells stars at us wholesale. And so it is, we have united today to boldly roll. Welcome, I am Matthew, the GM. I also play Torrent Pax, the captain and I try really hard not to kill everyone. Hi, I'm Tom, and I play Lieutenant Commander Carl Hadley, the Potemkin's Executive Officer. I'm Matthew, and I play Lieutenant Ezekiel Zeke Pride, the Helm Officer and 2XO. My name is Bunny, and I play Lieutenant Jay-Z Reza Rao, a joint drill. I am the Operations Officer, and whatever it is, I swear I didn't do it. Hi, I'm Will, and I play Alexander Artopoulos, the Chief Medical Officer. I'm Nikki, I play the Grazerate Chief of Engineering, Lieutenant Ellie Naveen. Hi, I'm Paul, I play Lieutenant Scott McIntyre, the tough, uncompromising Chief of Security on the USS Potemkin. Okay, so after all that, uh, the shuttle met up with your freighter, and you wanted to go and investigate the Trilithium source that was in orbit. Yeah around the planet um which which under guise of you know delivering cargo as one does and we're gonna have to do a science scan so i'd be will science yes science two successes so you trace the trilithium source to that ship if you look on vol 20 i see it The trilithium appears to be part of their matter-antimatter reactor. It seems that the makers of the ship have discovered a way in which trilithium can be used as an energy source. Is this ship just sort of openly orbiting there? Yes. Uh, What does its transponder say? I didn't think of that bit. (laughs) Um, It is a cargo ship. Of sorts, I say cargo ship. It's it's kind of more like the equivalent of a warship delivering cargo. An armed merchantman. Yeah. But it's not a species we recognize. Then it's using trilithium. It belongs to no military factions that you're aware of. But then again, it might not have been built for a military faction. There's plenty of private companies out there. Yeah. Who does it belong to? Private companies that can afford trilithium. Uh, advanced. I mean, that's like that's like next gen defensive technology, isn't it? Uh, next gen power systems. Yeah, yeah. That's like you're using something that like would be classified under DIA. You know. Yeah. Well, twenty years back, uh, the Romulans were developing trilithium drives. Um, Starfleet has trilithium aboard their vessels. Defiant used. 400 kilograms to kick the Marquis off two Cardassian planets, or two planets that were then turned over to Cardassians. Yeah, but those weren't power systems, those were no. weapons. 
No. It is adv- quite advanced technology. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking it's like using um, like a nuclear sub instead of like a... A diesel-powered, yeah. yeah. Does the transponder say who it does belong to? No, it just gives you a name, which is the Everspace, and marks it out as a cargo ship. Can we get life sign readings? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of hundred life signs on board, various races, human, Klingon, Vulcan, Romulan. And it's not registered to it. Is that legal? I mean, I guess technically we um, don't have jurisdiction here. Yeah, I mean... Oh, that's right, we're in basically unclaimed space. Ships are supposed to be registered to people, I'm pretty sure. Actually, they're registered to countries, at least. Well, I mean, warships. Currently, sure, but yeah. Oh, pres- yeah. Well, no, merchant ships usually fly a... Well, yeah, but you can tell... Yeah. But the, the country the country a ship is registered to has nothing to do with who actually owns or runs the ship. True, but um, you can generally find out who owns the ship as well. It is a private merchant ship. It belongs to a company called Blackwater, or at least it's registered to that company. Really? Any, any relation? <laughs> <laughs> well, it may or may not be a future incarnation of a um, Blackwater from the show Jericho. Have not seen it. No. I haven't either, but there is actually a Blackwater company from the Iraq War. Yes, yeah, that's what it was based on. Yeah, so uh, Ellie will need to do a computer check to get more info. Okay, on it. All kinds of successes. I've rolled a three, a two, and a six. Okay, Blackwater is a paramilitary company, mercenaries. Basically, they operate exclusively outside of Federation space. Several of their ships were hired by the Federation during the Dominion War. You know, several fleets worth of... They are a big company, originally from Earth, but they have long since moved their corporate holdings outside of the Federation. They're not generally known for their advanced technology, Generally, their ships are built for war, so... Mercenaries, peacekeepers? Mercenaries. For example, all their ships have always had ablative armor, high-capacity shields. There's very few luxuries aboard their ships. They're, they're more akin to a Klingon warship than they are a Federation ship. Or a Defiant. Yeah. They tend to stay out of the way of galactic politics where possible, but the Federation hasn't heard a great deal about them for the last 10-15 years or so. Their holdings are galactic north of the Federation, uh, so closer to the core, mainly in the Orion arm, uh, sorry, Sagittarius arm of the galaxy. It's the first ship that that Starfleet has encountered in about 10-15 years. Aside from nosiness, do we really have any reason to poke around? I mean, the trilithium sources you are picking up are definitely power generators. So beyond Ellie's expected giddiness at new stuff, no, not really. Okay, because we, we did get all three of the bombs that were stolen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, blew all three of them up, but yeah. Right. Do you have any idea what organization it was that was stealing them again? You've not gathered any further evidence. No prisoners to interrogate. <laughs> nope. Nope. You keep murdering them all. I mean, presumably it was the Orion Syndicate. They're the ones yeah, we. I thought we had into. the Orion Syndicate pointed at with certain characters that were recognized from security. Yes. Okay. Chances are that it was the Syndicate, but, okay. you know. And now that we've found all of the, the stuff, we don't really have a justification for going after them. I suppose not. Plus, they have a warship. 
I mean, yeah, that's that too. <laughs> we have a freighter. So uh, maybe we should just make a note of it and then report back. <laughs> yeah, report it to Starfleet Intelligence or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's in development. I don't know. I mean, a Trilithium power source engine is probably a pretty big deal. Yes. If someone has it, but... It's also not an engine that's in the hands of Federation em- enemy either, so... A trilithium is in fuel, or trilithium is, like, the material it's made of? Uh, as fuel. Yeah, I think it's as fuel. In place of dilithium crystals. How do you get enough to power a ship? It can be synthesized from dilithium or paralithium. Yeah, I mean, Ralph has done so. All you need is a source of dilithium to convert. You probably also need a lot You are right in thinking too. that it's... Yeah, it's uh, power hungry and it also doesn't create equal amounts. So you might, you know, 100 kilograms of dilithium might only make a kilogram of trilithium. I don't think it's that quite ratio, but, you know, around there. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Nikki, how um, bouncy is Ellie at this point? Oh, she loves tax. She'd love to see it. Enough to try a engineering scan? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, 13 and a 5. Okay, so you get a pretty good scan of the reactor. It's very similar to a standard warp reactor in that you've got a reaction chamber, crystals to focus the antimatter reaction and whatnot. But whereas magnetic fields are used in a warp core to keep the antimatter from, you know, exploding, the inside of the reactor is coated in an element you've never seen before, and that doesn't appear on Starfleet records, as far as you're aware. How many additions have we made to the periodic table at this point? Um, lots. But it's impossible. Ah. Ah. It's it doesn't appear to be a natural element either. What's its atomic number? Lots. Bunches. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's very. Three times lithium. It's very dense <laughs> and seems to have natural electromagnetic properties that repel the antimatter. Unobtainium. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. It seems like Starfleet would want to know about that. Yes. How much of a chemical analysis can you do at range without being detected? <laughs> I'm surprised we got that much with just a scan. <laughs> yeah, it's an opposed role. I mean, you can try a more intensive scan if you want, but... I mean, that is pretty good. Do, do you do you feel up to it? What am I scanning for? Oh, anyway. Well, it, it, was, it was more how confident... Again? How confident do you feel doing a more detailed chemical analysis without being well, detected? I guess I was just going to ask, like, why aren't we just talking to them then? Uh, because they might not like the fact that we're poking our noses in. Can they not detect more intensive scans, though? Uh, it's an opposed role. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a risk of being detected. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm just asking how confident you feel about it. Well, I've had a lot it's of low rolls, so... You know, chances are always the same. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that can happen? A 20. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the worst that could happen is probably they blow us out of space. Yeah. I always get a reroll on sensors. Uh, All right. Don't we get, like, an extra something on sensors? On the... Oh, we're not on the ship, the ship that has that, so never mind. Yeah, no. Your um, ship kind of has so sensors. That's a 17 and a 4, so that's three successes. Can, can someone assist? Uh, I mean, I've got a 3 in engineering. Pride wants to help out. The ship's got a 12 as well. 
Well, the ship. Is it control and engineering? Uh, so the ship gets a five. Presumably control or reason. Oh, reason. Um, what is pride's reason? Eight. What's your reason, pride? <laughs> it's eight. So I would roll for under an eleven. Is what I need. If, I, if you want. I would also be rolling under an eleven. Help. Probably none of my focuses apply unless it's got some strange musical property. <laughs> <laughs> my focuses would not apply. I need little life bombs. Do, 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 do. Not, not, no, that is much musical. Well, so. it's, a, it's a singing reactor. Well, there will be a harmonic resonance. What if, what if the mm-hmm. support role is for security to make sure our uh, scan is not detected? Yeah, I mean, I I am pretty good at that. Jason could do that too. I have I have four security. I have uh, fifteen in total. Uh, well, go for that then. <laughs> so I'm doing a a support roll. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Zero successes. Oof. Well, how do I do myself in the in the computer then? That was three, four successes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the first roll I made came up with three threes, and then I realized I was rolling d12s instead of d20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd do it. Luck is Done on your before. side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing D&D, realizing that I'm rolling bloody d12s to hit stuff. No wonder I'm not hitting anything. <laughs> um, yeah, but you managed to get better successes, uh, better scans. You are able to get a chemical structure for the material. Seems to have properties in common with latinum, but is much denser. I mean, it's a weird one. It's it's very densely packed, but it is also very light. And I know that's probably a chemical impossibility. It, it, it is, but whatever. It's Star Trek. Who cares? Yeah. Like very <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> we just discovered trilatinum. We're rich. Trilatinum. Um, it's. Um, I I figured out a way around around the chemical impossibility. Uh, there is a a weird signature to it. So you you basically got a live scan of this thing, and as you watch the atoms and particles and junk that make it up seem to almost oscillate and it seems as though it is partly in real space and partly outside of real space it seems to be appearing uh, bits of it appear and disappear Crazy. rapidly and at random seemingly but you don't get any indication as to what this material is extended into Quantum latinum? Not. (laughs) Well, the quantum layer is still part of real space. It's possibly extending down into subspace or up into hyperspace. Creepy latin. So it's QTL, quantum (laughs) trilatinum. Well, it is definitely a new material, that's for sure. And it is potentially a game changer if it is contributing to the stability of the trilithium. The power output of the reactor is immense, by the way. Interesting. So powerful that it's unlikely that a cloaking device would even mask it. We definitely need to tell Starfleet about this then. Yes. Yeah, I mean... 
So even though it is immense power, well, I don't know. Depends how much you know about the warp scale, but um, Starfleet's fastest is like warp nine point nine at the moment. Mm-hmm. This would push it an extra two nines. So nine point nine seven five is something like three thousand odd times the speed of light. Six thousand. Warp nine point nine 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 is about thirty six thousand times the speed of light. Yeah, that definitely sounds like something they would be keen on. Yeah, because the 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 scale between warp nine and warp ten rapidly extra extra uh, increases. Yeah, exponentially. exponentially. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me and my me and my um, go work faster, colleague. Go faster. <laughs> yes, yeah, me and my work colleague yesterday spent an hour trying to figure out how the work, warp scale works, and he's a mathematician, so that was fun. That was Every an interesting tiny day. increase is a huge leap in speed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this ship could be. It could. It could do Voyager's journey in a year. Uh, the original journey, you know, the seventy-five year one, could do that in a year pretty speedy yes obviously it as a warship that gives it great scope to rapidly respond mm. for starfleet it gives its exploration would be second to none what size was this ship uh, about 500 meters long so it's about the size of the potemkin i think i see uh it's, it's about 100 meters shorter than the potemkin but it's much more compact so Presumably, it also has pretty powerful weapons to go with that. Uh, yeah, it's got pulse phase turrets and mm. uh, torpedo launchers. So death by a thousand cuts, no super weapon? No, or at least none that you're aware of. Blackwater were never never went down the super weapon route. But that I looks mean, like a mat cannon down that center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then... Like I say, it's been 15 years, and they've obviously got a real bump in power output. So it's possible that it could have a phaser lance or a mat cannon. I mean, a mat cannon would still rip shields apart. Boom. Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't the Potemkin face a mat cannon? Doesn't Mac stand for mass accelerator cannon? Exactly. Yeah, yeah but you know. In other words, a uh, bullet that is way bigger. Yeah, I mean. A one-ton tungsten projectile at a quarter of the speed of light would shred. I mean, that would blow a blow a moon up. Yeah, but the scans that you have done have focused on the reactor, mm-hmm. so you don't know if it's got a super weapon as such. I, I... Hmm. Do we have a way to like plant a tracking device on it or something? Oh, it's shields are down. You've got a oh, no. a probe launcher. <laughs> Throw something out an airlock. <laughs> you know, get close and just lob it. Right. I mean, I mean that works. I mean, we're we're in orbit <laughs> of the same planet. Yeah. Just get you know, we're at, at the same speed as it's going, and just you know, just, throw it perpendicular, just, and it will hit. Yeah. Although Seems it like will a be a security idea. check to see if you can throw it accurately. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, so it's I'm... all Will's fault. No, 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 no. Or no, Carl. No, no. Don't let Ellie throw it. <laughs> no. no. No, probably not. It's, fi- it's fine. Carl is good I at security. I something to throw it. <laughs> Can you beat a 15? Uh, no, Carl has a 13. Sucks to be you. <laughs> he can direct you in the best place to put it. 
Well, yeah. I mean, if Carl orders you to do it, then he can help you with his his uh, presence and command. Teamwork. Yes. <laughs> Teamwork. Or in other words, I yell at you when you do it. Why, why you yell at me, man? Or, or I, I not necessarily yell, but you know. My feelings. <laughs> are we going to do the whole thing that might set them off and make them angry, or are we just going to leave? Uh, well, I mean, the Federation would like to know where they're going. We could ask. We could, but that would sort of give us away. Like the card would ask. Yeah, but we're 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 just a, a merchant ship. We have literally no reason to ask them. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, do they have a scheduled departure with planetary um, space traffic control? What information you have access to? Hmm. I mean, we we hacked into the sent the security grid last session. Presumably, that would know about any departures. Not necessarily. I mean, you don't want it shooting at people who are, but fair enough. Because uh, it might be reasonable for us to ask if they want to do some convoy th things. You're in charge. Yeah. Just trying to think how to phrase it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we we can we can ask them if they would be willing to to if they're departing soon, they'd be willing to convoy wherever they're going, or ask them where they're going to see if they would could do that sort of thing. Because we're just a tiny defenceless little merchant ship. Yeah. And that doesn't seem too suspicious, because obviously we would want someone big and scary with us when we're merchanting someone. Just ask how expensive their services are. Yeah, let's let's do that, and then if that doesn't create results, we can try planting tracking devices on them. Yeah. We're gonna make Ellie do the thing? Is that a computer's role? Wait, I guess we're not doing the thing until he talks to them first. Never mind. Yeah. Do we have to roll for calling them up? Um, roll play, and then I'll decide. I mean, we're just hailing them. Uh, basically, uh, Carl is going to to send them a hail that says, uh, "Hey, uh, we can't can't help but notice that you have a a big big scary ship there." And well, uh, we don't. And uh, we've got some pretty valuable cargo here, and we were just wondering if you're you're going to be heading off in the same direction as us anytime soon. Um, you don't get a response as such, uh, but your cargo hold is scanned, and then you detect a weapons lock. Oh. And a text message saying, "Go away." Because <laughs> we have an empty hold. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't picked up the cargo yet. We only just arrived. Whoops. Uh, the turrets pivot to get a line of sight on you. Time to go away. Uh, I feel persecuted. Indeed. <laughs> Fine. Be like that, then. I was only asking. Well, now they're paying lots of attention to us, so maybe we shouldn't even try. I mean, uh, just sort of... If they detect, like, a piece of gum is, like, floating their way, they're going to shoot us. Yeah, probably. Well, no, we just we just hang around and do merchanty things for a bit until they stop being suspicious. Yeah. So do we have cargo to pick up? Do we? Well, we sold our food, so I imagine we would have had a chance to arrange some cargo. Or do we need to go looking for cargo? Who knows? Source, source some cargo. Yeah, some valuable cargo, apparently, now. <laughs> We're a solution looking for a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, how merchanting works in this system. Is there, like, a, a, a trade board where people post jobs for mer looking for merchants? Do they hire ships? 
Yeah, it's right. Elite Dangerous. There's a nice, nice virtual board for you. I have to put on pretty dresses Ooh. and go to the bar. <laughs> go to the, uh... Look, I don't know. Oh, there's a bar? There's the, yeah, Ooh, yeah, pretty pink dress. We're going to put Ellie in a pretty pink dress. Exciting. Five live reference. Where have I heard this story? <laughs> Does Basin not get a pretty pink dress? <laughs> Uh, well, Bas Basin probably. I my pretty floral bonnet. Bonnets, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Presumably, Basin gets one of those Napoleonic era French uniforms that Raoul bought. Nice. <laughs> oh dear. Carl will definitely be wearing one to this ball. Is there a board like like Hey, we have stuff. Can you I mean, come get our Carl, stuff? Carl, Carl knows about economics, so he should know how to do this. So there he's just go. he's just gonna put out feelers and look for a valuable cargo to 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 traffic. There is a um a job that would take you back into Federation space, actually. It is to a Federation research station, not far from where the Potemkin is docked for repairs. And it's a cargo that would fit in the oh god, what is it? It's it, it's the middle bit cargo of the ship. Bit. The, the the weird gripper thing. Yeah, it would fit in one of the cargo containers on there if you want to accept it. Could could it could it, reason, it? You know, could it, it reasonably be defined as a valuable cargo? Uh, oh yes, very valuable. Perfect. Is it legal? <laughs> um, in this instant, yes. Okay. okay. It has Donuts? got it has got Federation approval. Wait, so it's valuable cargo on an unarmed. Okay. Exactly. That that's why that's why we wanted to ask them for an escort. That they were very rude about it. Pride is getting his his uh, red spray paint to put a bullseye on her hall. Um. <laughs> Are you accepting the job? I would. Yeah, yeah. We've got a we've got to be merchants. That's the whole point. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. The cargo is a pickup from the planet's surface. Okay. So Pride will have to pilot this freighter onto the ground. Okay. You can do that. Yep. Do the piloting. Oh, you did the piloting thing. Okay. That was quick. Yeah. You had that ready, didn't you? Um, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're able to bring the ship down and land it in its designated area. They waste no time at all in loading the container. It's only a single container and the container's not even full. And you are cleared to return back to orbit. And Ellie can scan this and know what we're carrying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is the contract saying that we can't look inside? Nope. Nothing like that in the contract at all. Oh, we should look inside then. Okay, for sure. And Pride, can you do a piloting check to get back up? Okay. Okay, so you clear atmosphere and enter into orbital space. And as Ellie scans the container, you discover it is chemosite. Chemosite. What's that? Yes, much funnier if I let you Google it and find out. K-E-M-O-C-I-T-E. Chemosite? Star Trek. Chemosite. Multiphasic isotope of a radio blah blah blah. That's different than chemosite. It's sawdust, blood... And blood from yeah. slaughtered cattle and pigs. Yeah, it's not that. I've put the, <laughs> I've put the link in the Discord. Oh. So uh, much hard work. Could have been used as a weapon. Oh, wrong, wrong word. Okay. Highly regulated in the Federation. Smuggled as contraband. 
Bork once attempted to smuggle chemocyte to Orion aboard his shuttle in 2372, but his plan was cut short when he found that his cousin had sabotaged the ship, causing it to accelerate uncontrollably. Guys, uh, yeah. I asked if this was legal. <laughs> in in legal this situation, it is. <laughs> because we're outside of the UFP. <laughs> um, it's being requested for research. I see. Okay, who's the receiver? A federation it's, uh, going to a place. Yeah, it's a UFP oh. research station. Okay, all right. Can we spoof? Can we spoof this? Can do we, we want to? This? Well, I want to. Do we want like every Nasik and, and Orion pirate between here and Federation <laughs> knowing that we're carrying this? <laughs> Maybe not. Just take 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 a paintbrush and scroll boring That's... food on the side of the container. Definitely cookies. Yeah. Well, no, then they would well, want to. That's also desirable. <laughs> yeah. What if they're oatmeal and raisin? Ugh. That's, that's Maybe a good we'll point. spell it as the one that's blood and sawdust. <laughs> what was it that you looked up? Hemocytes. <laughs> H-E-M-A-C-I-T-E. Was what I looked up. That's what I heard. It was hemocytes. <laughs> All right. So we, I scribble out the K and put an H. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. You see. I wasn't going to get you scanned by Norsecan pirates, but I might now. Oh, <laughs> giving him ideas. Yeah. What if he rolled for stealth? Okay, so you're back in orbit. Are you going to... Contact them again and be like, ha-ha, yeah. you didn't see it before. It was cloaked. Um, trying to decide whether that's a good idea or not. It, it... They haven't shot us. That's true. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Sure, sure, let's give it a go. Okay. It, it's, I mean, it's not like it can hurt. Okay. Oh, no. So That's why I asked if we could get, like, sensor spoof built in or something. So well, the, the big problem is for them to believe that we want a convoy. It just, they sort of have to know that we've got something valuable. Then again, can we really trust them to not tell everyone about it? Right, but where they're, are they going to Federation space? Because that's where we're supposed to be going. Well, yeah, that's that's that, that's the whole reason I was asking, so that we they could say, no, we're going somewhere else instead. Uh, yes, but would they tell you where they were going? Probably not. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that it was like guaranteed successful. It was just worth a try. <laughs> Because it seemed like something a merchant would do with a valuable cargo. Well, I think a merchant would probably like arrange someone trustworthy ahead of time. Um... I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, you, than... you, you say you say that, but we're we're not like a big merchant, are we? We're just a titchy little. We probably can't afford to arrange something ahead of time. It's just a sort of if they're going in the same direction, sort of thing. So are we calling them again? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Just just give them a, a sort of, look, see, we've got the cargo now. We don't really want to get caught by pirates, so if you're going the same way, come on. I mean, you get a response this time, and it's not weapons fire, so that's all good. Hmm. And they tell you that they can escort you as far as the Federation border, oh. but they won't cross into Federation space, so okay. you're on your own from there. Sounds good. Does sound good. You get a set of coordinates and a course where they're going to take you. It is, it's on the Federation border. So they are ready to go whenever you are. Oh, that's perfect. Alrighty. Uh, okay, well, load up on supplies and stuff, and then I guess we can set down. Yep. Let's go. Uh, and hopefully plant a tracker while we're in transit. Yay. <laughs> okay, Matt, do you want to get Pride to do a astro-navigation check? 
Neat. Two successes. Uh, you and the Blackwater ship accelerating to warp speed at about the same time. They're a little ahead of you, but only less than a second. So this crossing point that we're going to, is mm-hmm. it like a legit border crossing, or is it like conveniently middle of nowhere? A line on the no. map? No, it's only another hour or so to the research station from where the border, where you're uh, across the border. Okay. You know from your time here with the Potemkin that there is um, there are a couple of Federation border ships, cutters, so like Aquarius class light escorts that patrol the region. Right, so it's a legitimate border crossing. It's not. Yeah. No. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Are you going to try and plant the tracking device? I think we should, if we can find a like a, a convenient opportunity where it isn't likely to cause suspicion. Okay. Are we paying them in credits or hard cash? Um, be um latinum. latinum. You would have gotten a well. You would have gotten some latinum from the selling of the food. Did they say how much they wanted? Yeah, X amount. And we have the X amount. Yes. Woo. I'm just. Uh, Go on, sorry. I'm probably going to complicate it by suggesting this, but if we actually have to transact hard cash, then we have to meet somewhere here or there or transport something, correct? Yes. Yeah. Where transport transport was probably... Can I transport... <laughs> can I transport a tracking device at the same time in the same direction, but it just stops to the hull? Um, yeah, you can try. doesn't quite work like that, but you can... You can kind of because it's not a. This isn't. It's not like you're shooting it. It materializes using matter at that end, as it were. Right. Oh, right. But um, that's only transported. Transporter. This is more like um, site to site kind of stuff. Transported to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can. So I'm just saying the signal that that belongs to the to the transponder. I will have it stop short at the hull while the signal for the pay will continue on to the uh, to the site. Yeah, so basically piggybacking complicated. Yeah. a second transporter signal on the first. Uh. Yeah? Yeah, that will be an opposed role. Okay. You get all your bonuses and whatnot. Um, um, so this probably oh, does this count as computers? Uh, it's no. It's transporters. It's transporters. All right, and and who's my next best help for a Ral? Ral. Ral? <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. No, they um, take a day off and it it all goes yeah. to hell. Bah humbug. They um, won't be happy that you're spending um, latinum either. Do we have any momentum? No, they know of. You've got two points. Uh, I mean, I can. Determination to get an auto one. I can I can tell you to do it, so you get a reroll. Okay. What kind of support role is needed? Engineering. Uh, it would be engineering. Can't think of a way that it's security. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my role is going to be pretty thirteen. Bad. Oh, it could be science. It could be a science support role. Yeah, I'd allow that. I have a Ooh. three in engineering. Depends on what the other how the other. It'd be control. Science support role. Control and oh, that's a fifteen for me. Yeah, my my role is. Pretty bad, but it would let you re-roll if so, I help you. Because you told me to do it, I get to re-roll the nineteen. Uh, well, if I assist you, uh, which I can use direct to assist you and then help with command, you would get to re-roll the nineteen. Yeah. Oh. Because 
the magic of actions and talents. Okay. So yeah, if I assist, which would be a pretty good assist as well. Aha. Okay, and then I reroll the nineteen. Yeah. And that's a success. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's um one. It's two successes with a two that I rolled. It's uh three successes with my reroll, four with Carl's roll. Plus, I'm going to use my determination to get an automatic one. And that's six. Does the ship help as well? Um, sensors, probably. So, 12. The ship does not help. <laughs> All right, so four successes plus the, the one, so I guess that's two successes. So it's six. How many successes? Six. So six. Yeah. Yes. Bloody hell. Yeah, they got one. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I wasted nice. that. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, was it a lot of momentum? Yeah, you get five <laughs> momentum back for that. All right. Nice. <laughs> I'm so going to blow up your ship. Um, <laughs> so you beam over X amount of gold pressed latinum, and you're able to plant the tracking device without being detected. It's one of the ones that you were given by Starfleet Security, and the way it basically works is it takes visual images of star patterns until it reaches its destination and then drops off tiny little engine but tiny little probe uh, like an em engine and it shoots away and when it's far enough away it sends out a beacon Pick to be up picked signal. up yeah it might take a few days or a few weeks before enough data has been collected but you know data will probably be worth it we do mm -hmm. um however as the transporter finishes, there is a interaction with the Blackwater ship's warp field, which uh, kind of uh, it pulses the warp the warp bubble pulses with a high energy, low velocity particle. It doesn't affect the ship at all. The warp core is not affected. It's a rare but known phenomena. Certain warp frequencies react with transporters. Most Starfleet vessels have safety measures to stop this happening, but obviously neither of these ships are Starfleet. The problem is that it has interacted with the chemosite, oh. and it is destabilizing rapidly. The energy being put off by the chemosite has uh, fused all of the safety protocols that would allow a container to be ejected. Oh. You don't have long before it releases an energy pulse. Is it dangerous for just them or both of us? I mean, it's on our ship. They're going to leave. So. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they um, detect them. They do detect the, the overload and um, leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, mercenaries, I suppose. What do you expect? Yep. Um, Bastards. Yep. Um, um, this is... Do Not I have ideal. anything on file that would stabilize this chemically or something? I build or um, replicate? Flooding the container with drive plasma is likely to uh, smother the overload, kind of like submerging okay. a fire. Okay. Not submerging a fire. Removing the oxygen from a fire, it will smother it, basically. Okay. okay. So I can reroute some uh, plasma to the container? Uh, you'd have to beam it aboard, basically. Okay. Seems. Do, uh, do an engineering check first, please. That seems potentially disastrous. Um, three successes. Okay, so while this is a, again, it's a known 
um, way of dealing with the problem. There are potential side effects that are unpredictable. No pocket universes? No, not a pocket universe. A, a runaway tachyon reaction, though. Oh. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, tachyon, just a bit of time travel. It's harmless. Sure. <laughs> I mean, do we have any other options? Explode? It's not. I mean, um, we can get on a shuttle. That's, that's not an option. <laughs> that's that is an option. Maybe we should do both, just in case. What? Explode and get on a shuttle? No, get get on a shuttle and then do the plasma thing. Can can we do the plasma thing remotely? Um. As in, control the transporters from a shuttle? No, not really. Ship's not set up that way. Darn. Funny enough. Well, it's unfortunate. Uh, I guess it looks like uh, we we uh, evacuate non-essential personnel and then do the plasma thing. Hey, who all went on this mission? Uh, basically, just us and some crew. Some crew. I think I think we have a, an indeterminate but small number of crew, don't we? Yeah, red shirts. You say that's an yeah. accurate yeah. way of describing it. <laughs> <laughs> indeterminate but small. Yeah. So we're sending the red shirts away and then doing the dangerous thing. <laughs> well. I mean, do we have any engineering red shirts who are kept? I mean, no, we can't do that. That would be cruel. And... This is Star Trek. You don't send the red shirts away. You send them into the danger. Yeah, but the problem with that is we, the red shirts probably aren't capable of dealing with it. Uh... It's fine. You can go too. We don't need you to <laughs> fiddle with the transporters. Well, who, who am I going to need help from again? Again, it's going to uh... be science or, or command. Help me out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess... I'll just stay behind with Ellie and chowder or something. I'd be very, I'd be very reassured. This is, this is, this is very ridiculous. But okay, I mean that that seems like the safest thing to do to me. And I guess I'll ask the folks on the shuttle to keep a lock on us in case this goes bad. Mm -hmm. Bad? No, surely not. All right, so so the same role as last time with transporters. Yep. You have to do something with the plasma. Other than transport it. No, just transport it. All right. So uh, my role is two successes, and then uh, whatever Carl rolls. Another success. That's three successes. Uh, I am the commanding officer, so I can give you my determination to add another one oh. if you need. So have my determination. Okay. And then that's because uh, he's not planning anything more in the next hour, right? <laughs> yes, it's surely not. <laughs> Uh, I always I mean... look at the clock when we spend our determination. <laughs> this is um, kind of early in the game for determination. I mean, I mean, this seems like a pretty vital role. I mean, I won't do One, it if you prefer three, I didn't. Four. So that's uh, so that's five successes with the with the auto one. Yeah, uh, you can have two momentum back. Uh, well, I guess the determination was useless. But... <laughs> oh well. Helpful for later. <laughs> yeah. We maxed out our momentum. I mean, to be fair, Pride is the second officer. Oh yeah, I am. So, so you can spend yeah, three momentum to stop someone from spending determination. Oh, so that's what the I second can? officer does. Yeah, the executive officer can spend three momentum to refund determination when it gets spent. Oh, cool. Well, someone reads yeah. the rules, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's going to pay off reading the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the rules explains the rules. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, can, I can do that then. So I, transport, I transport the plasma into the container and wait to see if it stabilizes. It does stabilize it. However, there is a sudden spike of tachyons 
before you can do anything, there is a massive pulse of tachyons that interact with the ship's main deflector. And an interaction happens between the deflector dishes, particle pushing out the way field, and the tachyons, and everyone on the ship falls unconscious. So that's just Carl and Ellie, the rest on the shuttle are... No, they were were on the ship. Hmm. Well, we we sent them away in shuttles before doing anything. I thought you sent them to the shuttles. No, no, the the whole point was they they were off the ship before I did it. Yeah, evacuate the ship before we did anything. Oh, well, everyone in the vicinity falls unconscious. Oh. I guess that's fair. (laughs) Almost (laughs) as though you are going where I tell you to go. Yeah. Railroading. (laughs) You wake up later, anyone that has a window to look out will see it's the same stars, but they are all redshifted, i.e. moving away from you quickly. Huh, moving Ish. away. Sciency thing, please. Um, I, uh, have we somehow managed to accelerate our passage through time? Maybe. One second. Rolling. I can assist with astro navigation. Okay, that would be... Science and reason no. or something, or is that piloting? Piloting. Okay. Okay. I've got two successes. I'll just use the first one. Yep. So one success. You're able to determine that, given the stars' positions, you are approximately a trillion years in the future. Oh. What? Uh-huh. The closest star before was a day away at warp speed. It is now more than a decade away. All the stars are old. Um, so not only has the expansion of the universe accelerated, uh. but they are all, well, those that are still there are red giants or brown dwarfs, depending on the life cycle of the star. Well, at least we're alive. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Optimism. Um. Okay. Well, I have ideas. <laughs> First, any any additional information from general scanning? We're just far away from everything. There's nothing here. Uh, yeah, you're far away from everything. Um, okay. You are detecting a ship, though. Wait, what? That's what I was wondering, if there was somebody else around. And who is this ship? Do I need to run a scan? You don't know. It's on extreme long-range sensors. But you can do an engineering scan for me uh, with science assist. Uh, one success. I'm going to re-roll that 19 I get with sinners. Uh, so that makes me... That's uh, three successes altogether. Yep. Science assist. Success. Okay. Uh, apparently one of the benefits with everything being so very far away is that subspace is incredibly calm. Or rather, um, normal space is incredibly flat, which means that your ship's maximum speed of seven something is well. You can you can travel a lot faster for a lot longer because um, there's no gravity wells or microgravity wells or other bumpy stuff um, that could destabilize your warp field. How much faster? Maybe. Quarter of a light year, an hour, which is quick, by the way. Yeah, sounds quick to me. He's speedy, yeah. 
yeah, it's a lot faster than you'd be normally capable of. But the downside is that, you know, everything's further away. Yeah. And we're completely in the wrong time. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Wow. It's my birthday party. (laughs) How old are we now? (laughs) Well, uh, whatever you were before, plus a trillion years. I think a trillion might be pushing it a bit. It's probably a couple of dozen billion, to be fair, if there's oh, still yeah, stars huge around. Difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, potato, potato, but... We want to be dead or dead? Huh? Let me see. I mean, yeah, to, to be fair, the difference between a few billion and a trillion is basically zero, as far as we're concerned. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, this is all very interesting. Indubitably. Um, so what happened to our cargo again? The chemosite has been stabilized and it's currently covered in drive plasma. Ah. But there's still about half of it remaining. Aha. Uh-huh. Great. A plan emerges. Mm-hmm. Um, those, it's almost as though I've seen this episode. Mm. We're going to recreate um, the accident. Exactly. Uh, although we should probably investigate that ship as well, I just in case. Are going to say hello to the other ship first for funsies? Yeah, we don't. we don't necessarily want them like you know coming to kill us if that's what they're into so yeah let's go say hi they're about an hour away at maximum warp even your new shiny fancy maximum warp they coming to us or no they appear to be stationary oh we have to go to them indeed well not much point waiting around let's go okay pride do a Astro navigation, please. Oh, you were ready for that again. Three, you? three successes. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, after recovering the shuttles, um, the two of them, um, you make a beeline for the unknown vessel, and your sensor data starts to resolve the closer you get. So, can I have another sensor? Roll, please. Sciencey sensor. Uh, yeah, science with engineering support, please. Okay. And well, for the ship, someone. One number two success. Twelve for the ship. Okay, I'll do the ship. Plus a success for me. Success from the ship. The ship succeeds for once. Yay! (laughs) Uh, Will, is that two successes from you? Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's four successes. You can have a point of momentum back if you've got space. We do not. Okay. Then Can we can't spend have a point. that point of momentum to get some more information? Yeah. Okay. So should have changed on roll twenty. Protectorate. Yeah. I was hey, wondering. I'm wondering I if anyone. They're coming to slap us on the wrist again. Well, as you approach the the blue areas, which glow or glowed the last time you encountered them, are all dark. There is very minimal power generation happening. On the ship. Very old now, right? They, yeah. And the ship is kind of very slowly spinning on all three axes. There's no communications. You're not detecting any life signs. The strange thing is that carbon dating of the ship is plus or minus like a million years or so. The ship is only about three million years old. I say only. The, the the you you know retconning a little bit or giving you information you didn't have last time you know their ships are designed to last for the rest of the 
time that the protector exists. So it could be millions of years. Uh, but the ship is about three million years old, plus or minus a million. As you get closer, you'll be able to narrow that down more. It's certainly not from this time frame. Oh, does it? Ha- it has a signature from another time too. Yes, the hull is saturated with chronotons. They are technically outside of time, right? You're not at the end of time, so to speak. You're still within the time. Yeah, the time is time is still moving. Um, but yeah, the universe is approaching heat death. Uh, an event, either heat death or crunch, or you're not sure. Pride is looking for the diner. For the diner. Are you hungry? This is the best place to watch the end of the universe. So, that is a very good point. Uh, as you get closer, the discrepancy shrinks to indicate that the ship is just over two million years old. There are a number of possibilities of uh, when it came from. Most of those possibilities are from around about the time you encountered the protectorate the first time. Um, And if you spend another point of momentum, you can have a bit more. Yes. The ship is the same ship you encountered. It is Admiral Carter's ship and has been moved to this end of time, not long after. It's been here for about at least three quarters of its life. So many generations of people? Potentially, but you're not detecting any life signs. I wonder if it'll activate when we get closer. Like it will recognize you. Yeah. Yeah, I I wonder if I use the pocket computer to hail it, if the thing itself yeah. will come to life. You can try. So the pocket computer is too automatic. Determine. Yeah. Um, so do an engineering... Uh, so you'll need at least four. Oh, okay. I was gonna say you need at least one success for the pocket computer in oh, excess of the it, pocket. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you got it. Yeah, so the link is made. The I can't remember if I gave you a name for the, the ship. I don't remember. I think at I this did, point. did I? No. Um so the ship identifies itself as the blinding light of truth and justice. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Subtle. Yeah, subtle. Yeah, the 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 protector don't do subtle. It's it's in extreme low power mode. Um, basically, their reactors are black holes, and not like Romulan singularities. This is a a natural captured black hole. They evaporate over time unless they are like fed. Uh, but it's a very fine balance between not feeding it too much and it expanding and numbing the ship and feeding it too little and it evaporating via Hawking radiation. Um, The ship has effectively run out of fuel a long time ago, eons ago, and the black hole is near evaporated. I know just what defeated. We still got some red shirts, right? You can't feed Paul to the black hole. <laughs> no, it, it it requires hyperdense material to help. I mean, saying that, it's probably got a few hundred years at least left. The ship relies on the Hawking radiation that is released, and that is at a minimum. The black hole dying, effectively. 
We should get on board and look at some stuff. Yeah. The computer also informs you that the original crew is in stasis. Oh. Unfortunately, because of the power requirements of stasis, only the senior staff, senior officers are alive. Um, The rest have been sacrificed to keep the senior officers alive as long as possible. I think the doc's going to stay on the ship. You guys can go over there. But your girlfriend's over there. Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there is context here that I'm missing. Oh, it's before your time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, the doctor. The doctor decided to try and flirt with the. How old did I show, say she was? Three thousand year, year old. Three thousand years old. Yeah. No, three thousand. It was in the thousands. Three thousand year old um, protectorate officer, mm-hmm. um, and got shot down repeatedly. Oh, rip. <laughs> Poor doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> well, what could we do to help them that they can't do themselves? I mean, they might want to just get out of their pods for a minute. Do they want to come back with us? Well, do we even know how to get back? I can probably recreate. We still have half of the chemosite, so I could probably recreate the same situation that got us here with some fanciness to reverse it. Especially okay. since we'll have the help of these guys if we let them... Out of their pods. If we can get in there, then yeah. before we wake them up, we could look around. Yeah, that's dangerous. There's like uh, future predicting devices and stuff. Yes. Ellie, <laughs> 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 Ellie takes a shopping cart. <laughs> there's nothing, there's no future to predict. <laughs> I mean, it's the end of the universe. Well, there's past I mean... to know. Which is future to us if we go home. Yes. I suppose so. Either way, let's see if we can get inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I want to um, see their logs. Yeah, this, this seems a lot like a what could possibly go wrong situation to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you are dealing with technology that even in your own time is millions of years ahead of you. Yeah, I mean, that's... Let's say 250 million years. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so it it's 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 a tad old. Yeah, like, yeah it's, what could possibly go wrong? It's, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it will be a security check with a piloting check attached. Supporting. Okay. Uh, no, an actual. No. A actual full check. Control. Yeah, in whichever is best. That will be three successes. Well, it depends on if the focus is applied. Um, piloting. Like, that's not a focus. Um, small craft, start, uh, helm operations. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. So how many in Three total? successes for me. Okay. And security? Carl? Oh, Basin. Uh, yeah, I guess. Will? Oh, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, I thought... <laughs> Somebody wake up, Basin. <laughs> I'm rolling a security support role. Yes. No. Oh, is it support or okay? Uh, no, it's sometimes a the GM gives a full roll. Oh, I'm getting a full roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm 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 a I'm gonna spend three of the momentum to re-roll both. There you go. That yeah. Like... That, 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 yeah. Yeah. Probably a good idea. One success. Hello. 
better than none. Extremely. Yeah. Does it count as two for him? No. No, he doesn't have focuses. Um, Unless protecting the crew is considered a part of that. In this situation, though. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay, so um, you managed to gain access to one of the docking bays on the ship, a truly huge base. And yeah, you land the ship, and the atmosphere is, is breathable. You can get off, wander around, that sort of thing. It doesn't appear as though uh, there's any automated defenses or anything like that, so you're unlikely to be shot. Are the walk-on and off transporter things still working? No. Power requirements, uh, but you could probably use your own transporters to get where you need to go. Okay. Let me go back to the control area that we met her at. Yeah, who's going with... Uh, I mean, I guess Carl will. Yeah, yeah, the dog it will ultimately go. He he wants to explore this this strange new. I mean, it's not a strange new world, but it'll do. Yeah, um, we're leaving anyone on the ship. I'd imagine your your NPCs, other than Basin. Yeah, yeah the, Basin I, will come along for security. That's all. The, the red shirts can stay on the ship. Would Pride stay on the ship, or would he go? Because he's not flying anything, and he would need a command officer, wouldn't you, on the ship? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. The you're you're the the away team, so come with us. I'll do that. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So you will beam to the basically the control room that you were beamed into the first time. Uh, little has changed, other than the fact that there's no one there. Uh, all the physical consoles are offline. Obviously, all the holographic stations and whatnot are not active the room is dark but the moment you finish beaming in the lights do come on but at lesser intensity and a um i'd say it was a a hologram but the way it coalesces in front of you it's more like a matter replicator and a humanoid uh, female appears before you, kind of non-distinct, kind of like a fit of the female changeling, so no features of any particular species. But when she speaks, it's in Federation Standard, and she introduces herself as the ship's artificial intelligence, although she says artificial sapient, indicating that she is fully aware. She does wear a uniform of the protectorate, and carries the rank of what you think is captain, but it's you're not sure. It's got enough pips to be a captain in Starfleet, but obviously protectorate. And she expresses her gratitude at uh, finding them, but is confused as to how you did find them, given that they're many billions of years displaced. Well... We're confused too. Ellie has some crazy notion that they're somehow connected the, in time the, and universe between the Potemkin crew and and this crew, and she can't believe that she's she would have thought that you guys would have seen us coming. Your ability to judge futures. The hologram says that um, unfortunately the library of possible futures beyond the bottleneck was very unsure. Um, Their best scientists and interpreters had been trying to judge the far future 
but the bottleneck always got in the way. We still haven't gotten to that point yet ourselves. No, it's still a couple of years in the future, isn't it? Yeah, still out there. What happens for you guys to end up out here? You guys are so far in our past. How did you end up so far in our future? The hologram looks embarrassed, and she says, we're not sure. Several months after your impromptu visit to the ship, we were dragged through time and space, and we don't know what happened. Um, it was as though we it, were pulled. It's unlikely they don't possess that kind of technology. Hmm. Um, it is as though we were on the end of a tether and we were being pulled. Right, but don't they know how to get back? They're the, the guys that have the map to the timeline. Yes, but our means of traveling through time is very restricted and very controlled and is generally no more than a few days at most. And unfortunately, the, the only other means that we're aware of to travel this kind of distance on purpose is to create a closed time-like curve around the super dense object and unfortunately there are none left hmm. that's not entirely true i mean they've got one it's not large enough to create and we would have to eject it to do what we need to do which would negate our ability to do it in the first place that's fair so how would we even help? You have chemosite aboard. Wait, so we could take them back to our time? It okay. would rather be us taking you back with us. Oh. The space-time tunnel that is created would be um, comparable to the size of the ship creating it. So while you could come back with us, we couldn't come back with you. Just to, you know, confuse matters. Right. Yeah. So you want to borrow our chemosite then? Yes, it no longer exists in nature. But it would be, even for us, with our reduced power capabilities, it would be a risk. Um, do you have to take your whole ship? Or would do you have some smaller vessel that it would be less of a risk for? We have no vessels large enough to take the surviving crew. I mean, we've got... Like a bunch of space. Uh, there's 5,000 crew members in stasis right now. That's a lot of senior command. That, that's a lot of command stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that might ship. be something. That, yeah, yeah. The the ship is about a thousand kilometers tall. I from see. Oh. Side. Yeah, that's something else that I should probably. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I think it might be even bigger than that. It was huge. Can't remember, but yeah, it's massive. Hundreds of thousands of crew members. I, I, I guess that makes that a little bit more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, you don't have enough physical space for um, for the command staff, let alone, you know, life support. Do we need to wake up some of the staff in order to do this? Yes, the captain and at least the engineering crew. Oh, goody. <laughs> All right, so is that the dock to do that? Pull them out of stasis? Yeah. Oh, get to see Ted. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just waiting <laughs> for the <this> scene. <laughs> this is going to be fine. Am I doing a regular old medicine roll? Yep. Probably like we can trust these people, right? Like Oh, oh yeah, definitely. They were very um helpful in the past yeah. and they're relying on us for the future. Three successes. Yep. So you procrastinate as long as possible when it comes to waking Tenzi up. But eventually you get to the point where you have to 
speakers, you know. Uh-huh. And her first words are, oh, no, not you again. <laughs> well, there's no picnic for me. Mm-hmm. The, the, this situation is made worse by the fact that basically everyone is in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> So I can imagine that the doctor it is very best to keep his eyes on hers. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I have to roll for that? <laughs> not yet. She stands up and she she noticed the doc's uh, uncomfortable gaze, grins, and kind of looks down at herself. Now you need to do a roll. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Just to make you uncomfortable. What sort of roll would that be? Um, uh, a medicine con- roll. Control. Yeah, probably. Yeah, medicine definitely control. control in there somewhere. Can you control yourself? Apparently, I can. Three successes. It kind of looks at you with a little bit of respect, not much, but a little bit. Yeah. That you can resist, and she tells you that she'll meet you on the bridge. Several of the other have already dressed. See you there. And um, with I a. I was very busy in the control room asking the AI, "What's this? What's this? What's this?" <laughs> <laughs> The AI humors her to to a degree, but as soon as Tenzi wakes up, she gives the order to beam you all to the bridge, which you haven't been to before. And in like a flash of transporter, you're all beamed into the bridge. And it is huge. Easily a couple of hundred people work here. It's in one of the spheres. If you look at the ship, um, that big white oval, there's two spheres above it. It's one of those. And although there's no visible platform, because uh, start from the beginning, the sphere is from this side, it's completely see-through. It's like a glass ball, 100 meters across, consoles at different levels. And although there is no visible floor, you are not falling or floating, at least where you are. Some of the other crew have woken up and uh, are on the bridge. And some of them are walking around the space, up invisible steps and on platforms. And others are moving through the space as though it was a zero-G environment. Um, It's a very weird mix of both. There's a lot of holograms floating, indicating different systems. Ellie and probably the doc, actually, you notice that one of the holograms is a a power generated power consumption. And as the ship is brought back online, the power consumption, it it far exceeds anything you've ever seen before. And there is a, a timer that is counting down from what looks to be about 12 hours but it's it's a very long string of numbers it's it's down to like plank seconds sort of length it's very precise well and you 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 can guess that this is probably how much time they've got left until the black hole dies and with each passing minute there are flashes of transporter activity as more crew make their way to the bridge so anything you want to do the hologram is there as well, by the way. Do they need us to do anything? I'm not sure. No, they don't need you to do anything, but you can ask questions of the hologram if you what, want to. How's the war going? As expected, the bottleneck hasn't changed. Uh, it'll still be approximately two years from your native time frame when they will potentially discover the Milky Way. Uh, but 
uh, the Milky Way galaxy is the home of our species. Ah. Right, the goal is to keep them from finding out about where you came from before you fell back in time. So that yes. Keep them from stopping you in the first place. Do they not have a time travel communication device? Even if they can't go through time, they can talk through time? No. The best we can do is find one of our satellites and implant a message there and hope it survives the spin around the dial, as it were, and can be picked up in our time. Basically, they, they have satellites. Um, very fringy science, but essentially... There is a theory that the universe is finite and that if you drop a satellite and allow it to go to the end of time, it will swoop back to the beginning of the time and continue through again, kind of like repeating a song. Um, it's in, in, in our little universe, that is essentially what it is. It doesn't come up often because, you know, it doesn't need to. But that's essentially what they'll do, what they've done, or what they would do, but they can't find any of their satellites. What will happen to this ship once the power runs out? Do they have a, a plan? There are other power sources we can use, but they... Can you make pocket universes like my little battery? Ellie, like, holds up her fancy little battery. I found this uh... just lying around! <laughs> I can't remember where you got that. From the ship oh. after we got stranded. Yes. Um, uh, if we were full one? power, if we were full power, we could do, but we're not being dragged through time. It sapped a lot of the, the power from the black hole. Uh, it was decided to put everyone in stasis because there was nothing we could do. Uh, we didn't have enough power to propel the ship at any significant speeds. And the universe is currently expanding faster than the speed of light. And that's problematic. Yeah. We could probably live out hundreds of generations after the black hole dies, keeping sections of the ship powered and alive. But just an end proposition. Yeah. So it's not going to be instant death, just a bad omen. Yeah. And we don't know how long the universe will live for. And we're, the ship will not survive the death of the universe in its current state really lucky that we happened by yeah yeah so unlikely i want to know who's told us that came inside <laughs> yeah is they like walk into a police box after they were done <laughs> <laughs> at that point carter appears on the bridge just a little bit behind you she nods curtly at the hologram who leaves you heads down to another section of the bridge and she says i've just consulted the Library of Possible Futures. Uh, it was missed. What I found was missed because it was deemed unimportant, low pro low priority. But when you visited my ship last, there was a a mishap within the quantum computers themselves. It seems that some of you present. She turns to Carl. I don't know you, so and hello, Lieutenant Commander Carl Hadley. Pleased to meet you. He mm -hmm. says and turns back to Ellie and Pride and the Doc, and says, "You three were quantumly linked to this ship. Quantum entanglement, effectively. This had absolutely no bearing on us or you." until the moment you travelled through time and we were dragged along with you. Huh. 
the nature of my vessel meant that we were able to break the connection or at least loosen, which is why we arrived a million years ago and you've only just arrived. It was a mishap. Oh, that's an awful mishap. What would have happened if you hadn't broken away? If we hadn't broken away, we would have both arrived at the same point. Sounds like that would have been better. Yes. Ellie doesn't want to know how many thousands of people died. We didn't know the nature of the the situation at the time. Jeez. Um, How long have you been in stasis? Uh, approximately a million years. You must have uh... to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fortunately, now that we know of the connection, we're able to sever it with no ill effects. That's... Which is well... a small consolation, I'm sure. Well, Ellie's really bummed. Saving our skins killed how many thousands of them? Well, we are we are going to deposit you back in your time moments after you left. But then we are going to use the last of our power to send a a temple message further back to warn our earlier selves, our younger selves, to sever the connection. And what will uh, happen to you? So um, the ship will the ship will be destroyed in the attempt. Oh. But that's not what matters. The doc looks really bummed. It's it's what has to have to save my crew. We have to sacrifice ourselves. It it unlike Federation science, we're aware that the universe often incorporates temporal anomalies. So my ship and my remaining crew would not disappear. We would still be here, even if we altered the timeline and the protectorate has very strict laws my ship would be disassembled anyway and myself and my crew would be reassigned to parts of the protectorate and to jobs that had nothing had no relation to our current positions time travel all fell in game it's amazing i've experienced it twice since i uh, joined you <laughs> never before Time travel is fun. It's been an interesting new experience for me. Yes. Uh, because of the way that the protectorate, my past self, will deal with the situation, you and your crew and your ship will not be duplicated. You'll be reincorporated into the new timeline. So there's no worry about running into a temporal twin. A copy of the timeline or a branch of the timeline? It will, it will be the original timeline. Time travel is weird. But our <laughs> ghosts will never have been there? You will have the memories that you have um, made, but you will also not have done it. Weird. So effectively, you will be, you'll have a few hours' worth of I memories follow. without having made those memories. Is there is precedent. The, the ship, like the ship and the crew, the end of them as we know it. The, the, that you are talking to now, yes. They will destroy themselves in sending the message. But wibbly wobbly timey wimey, they'll also be fine. Yes. But also reassigned to completely different positions and they won't even be our guardians anymore, right? No. If if the ship you're talking to now didn't destroy itself, then this crew and the their temporal copies will be reassigned. But because this uh, ship will be destroyed, that won't happen. The message back. Yeah. yeah. I see. There is precedence. If you remember the the Voyager episode with um 
the time ship um, and Captain Braxton going back in time to Voyager's past to blow it up. That was fun. Yeah, there's like four versions of him and they kind of reincorporate him into one person. It's basically what they're going to do without you knowing it, sort of. But yeah, they have to sacrifice themselves to save themselves and you. Any questions or comments? Um, I don't think so. Not anymore. Well, uh, I'm going to have to write a report about how we lost all that keenness, right? But aside from that... Yeah, yeah. I think the next session might just be interviews with the Department of Temporal (laughs) Investigations. Of course they will. Yeah, well, I mean, we've caused some nonsense. But did you? Well, I mean, I guess that's the question, isn't it? And did you use the chemosite? Or will you have used the chemosite? Well, aren't they sending us us back to after we used the chemosite? But then to incorporate you into your selves... Yeah. I'll tell you what, for bonus points, if anyone can write a post where their character understands what I've just said, because I'm not convinced myself, right. um, <laughs> you get bonus points. I mean, Ellie's probably got her hands in her, uh, her head in her hands right now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> points you speak of. Carter seems to understand the the looks from you all, which I can only imagine range from complete confusion to partial understanding to, oh my god, they're all going to die in a minute. Carl looks somber and also like he understands exactly what's going on, but only because he has excellent self-control. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, she gives you an understanding look and tells you that it took the protector 50 million years to accept the confusion of time travel. And we still don't engage in time travel willingly under normal circumstances because it can cause such a mess. But the Tenzim are using it to prejudge the battles or to review them. Yes, as is the Protectorate, but these so are it's planned. It's like a, what do you call that, like a escalated war? Yeah, it's it, basically the reason it's taken so long or the reason that this um, fight has stagnated for so long is because both sides are... Dealing with finer and finer differences probabilities. Yeah, yeah. When two armies are fighting and they can both alter their attack plans before the battle... Everybody's trying to pre-guess everybody's moves. Yeah, so you basically fight in the battle. If the Protectorate loses, they send a probe back with how the battle unfolded, and they'll change their tactics and they'll win. But then the Tenzin will do the same. Right. So it's an ever-changing... And it doesn't so affect the rest of the universe, back really. The past is actually a pretty standard part of their operating. Yes, it is. Um, but they don't... For battle it, it's, anyway. Yeah, it's a very constrained form of time travel, as it were. Yeah. It really yeah. only affects that battle because right. it the larger timeline is not is in flux. It's never... It, it's time travel. It, yeah. If you understand it, you're either insane or lying, yeah, as Einstein right. said. Same with quantum mechanics. Yeah. You're either insane or you don't really oh, understand think it. She understands it. She's just really amused by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. Funny. I know. <laughs> it's, it's all nonsense, but hey. Yes. Exactly. So, uh, several of the officers get Carter's attention. 
and inform her that the chemosite is ready. They've scanned your sense logs and are able and ready to recreate the conditions completely. Carter gives the go-ahead, and in front of the ship, if you look on the ship, you've got that kind of like the diamond in the centre and the gap around it. So the gap glows a bright blue and then kind of projects outwards the blue into a point it's kind of like the main deflector of the ship and there is a flood of uh tachyons and then um you don't fall unconscious this time you're protected by the ship and it just appears back and all the stars are back in their normal locations can i uh to ellie can i have a look at the fdl computer oh uh yeah ellie holds it out carter takes it and Pressing a few places on the surface, it projects above it a console that you didn't know was there. And it's got like a a power reading, like you find on some of those like touch battery things on the side of the batteries. And she, she nods and closes it down and sticks it into one of the consoles nearby for a couple of seconds and then hands it back to you. She said, I've recharged the battery, basically. She's pumped power into it to make the pocket universe larger. Um, And she shows you how to bring up the console. It looks like a hologram, but is actually solid and is matter replication. So it's created a screen out of actual matter. Cool. It's just a feature. Um, Very cool. I guess I've been using my computer to like talk to it or something. Yeah, you've interfaced basically. This will allow you to... It's fluff. But, it's beautiful. Know, and she, she she addresses you all and says, thank you, but we must do this now. We have a very narrow window to send this message. Thank you again. With a wave of her hand, you disappear and reappear on your ship, which then disappears in the same colour light and reappears several hundred kilometres off the, the bow of the vessel. And you watch, again from a different vantage angle, as the ship's deflector glows, this time a, a lilac or light purple colour, and you detect huge amounts of tachyons. And um, I'm going to screw up this pronunciation, but you also detect um, Chekhov radiation. Cherenkov. Chekhov. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, the radiation given off as you travel faster than light without warp drive funky radiation um and then a beam shoots out it's only a couple of seconds long but it instantly disappears and there is a white glow that envelops the protectorate vessel and it explodes it explodes light that's all it is the ship there's no matter there anymore there's no energy other than light it just explodes in light and there's no trace of the ship remaining Crazy. and you discover uh, a cargo hold full of chemosite and memories of the last few hours that you you obviously remember what's happened but you also remember crossing the federation border saying goodbye to the black water ship and you are only an hour or so away from your destination did we plant the bug yes oh. and Whoa. paid them and nothing went wrong nope it was a perfect mission excellent so 
you guys now have a choice which um, mission report you're going to write. The one that doesn't include time travel, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that, that would be falsifying uh, documents. Is it? Falsifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess that is an interesting an interesting point. Well, what, mine or Will's? Because no. I think Will's was <laughs> just muttering. No, yours. No. <laughs> So the warp bubbles didn't destable the chemocyte because... Because there was no quantum um, entanglement. Oh. There was that, but... Um... <sighs> Wibbly wobbly. No. Yeah, there you was no... Okay, there was no... Well, I, I do know. I'm just not sure if you would know. I was going to say, what if... Well, what if Ellie had also messaged herself somehow to... to to prepare for the warp difference. Ellie, I would imagine, would investigate. Um, you do notice that your transporters, which was the catalyst, had been tuned to a different frequency Yeah. that yeah. would not cause the problems. But it isn't, yeah. it isn't her handiwork. Um, can, can you do a computer's check for me? I can. I'm re-rolling the 20 with a free <laughs> freebie. And it's a 20 again. <laughs> uh, uh, two successes and a 20. <laughs> okay, well, I've got not... I haven't really got any complications. Your next test has a complication range of 1920. Okay. Um, he says at two minutes past nine. <laughs> um... Can always remember it for next session. <laughs> yeah, Nicky would love you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I said you. Del I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> Delving into the the computer, the the logs and everything like that, uh, you discover that the transporters were retuned while it was at spe while it be just before you got on board there was a maintenance ticket that suggested that the transporter frequency might interfere with the eps conduits and to retune it to such a such and such frequency to avoid any possible conflict but you find a hidden little note from tenzi carter saying thank you but you're not sure which carter yeah mystery so that's the end that of the session yay oh. i hope you all liked mm -hmm. oh yeah so i will talk to you throughout the week see you later thanks for boy boy adios Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I'm like. I draw on sci-fi as well as in science, and I know I sometimes confuse you guys, but... Yeah, you make it sound good to me. But, yeah, I try... I, I Hopefully, I always dumb it down. Not dumb it down, but 
you know what I mean. Wait a I think second. he just called us stupid. Yeah. Not quite how I meant it. Did I mention I'm autistic as well? I'm just a simple country folk. I don't know what you're talking about. Bye. Anyway, we'll move swiftly on.